Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rhetoric. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show today. How is everybody doing today? How is everybody doing today? Anyway, we are going to have a great show for you today. Let me get my lighting together. And we are going to have a wonderful show for you today. So welcome aboard, Bridge MCP. Robert Davenport, thank you, man. Robert says, let's hit the early button and surprise Egberto. Why don't you do that? Hit that like button on Facebook and that thumbs up button on YouTube. Let's get busy. Let's get busy. Thank you guys for being here. You know, I love you all. I couldn't do this without you. And you know what? I need to recue. I am a little bit late. I I can't just we just got in a few minutes ago from the um from the doctor's visit for my daughter's eyes. So um you know she she lost half her vision. So we went and did a little checkup on that and raced back here to make sure that we could get this baby on the road. I have an apology for Redden. I couldn't get to that work. I hope somebody can kind of give me some direct links again. I am so sorry I didn't get to that over the weekend. It's been busy writing and doing a whole lot of stuff this weekend but hey thank you guys all for being here you guys are wonderful welcome bridge mcp welcome robert davenport welcome who else do i have here uh para ver yvette avery herod welcome aboard thank you for being here para ver quien más tenemos aquí michael rudden of course has all this information and Alistair Waters, welcome aboard. Alistair, how are you doing today? Eric Hayes is with us. Eric is in the house as well. We have a lot of great people. Peggy Lopez is already in the house. Thank you all for being here, folks. Love you all. Let's get busy. We, of course, start with Brother Rudnin's work, which he does. This gets all that stuff done, so we better go ahead and get it. Let me turn this light a little bit. That's getting me a little bit perturbed. Okay, para ver quien más está aquí. Okay, okay, let's get busy. New York judge holds Donald Trump in contempt. I saw that. For failing to comply with the subpoena for business components and documents, Trump will have to pay $10,000 per month. $10,000 per month. Para ver, the contempt finding in a... It's a civil contempt, though. Uh, finding in Manhattan courtroom came after more than two hours hearing in which lawyers for New York Attorney General Letitia James blasted Trump. For dragging his feet and turning over the demanded documents. Trump incompetent lawyers basically argued that Trump shouldn't hand over documents for Trump organization because the subpoena was for Trump himself and that he himself doesn't have the documents requested as if he wasn't the owner of the company. These guys say things you... You're right though, Rudnan, incompetent lawyer. Second item from uh, Rudnan says, Warren delivers midterm warning. Democrats are going to lose without urgent action. Let's cancel student loan debt. Now, I agree. Senate uh, Warren said, pointing to one of the dozens of executive actions that progressives are arguing Biden to take. The president has the power to do that all by himself and would touch the lives of tons of millions of people. Let's do it. Don't, don't, don't hesitate. Do it. Democrats must act. Or the people's benefit. Let the people know there's a reason they're electing them. Rudnan, thanks for bringing that because that's going to tie into something that we're going to talk about today. I'm glad you brought that up, brother. Glad you brought that up. Um, make good on your promises or Republicans will take over and backslide us into oblivion. I don't say that lightly with the existential threat of accelerating global warming at our footsteps. I hear you, Rudnan, and you're absolutely right. 
Bernie Sanders, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez rally with Amazon union organizers. The great thing about that is those guys didn't get involved with this Amazon union until the end. They made it a complete grassroots movement. I think it's going to pass. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said to the group gathered on Sunday, what happened here, right here, what you guys did in Staten Island was just the beginning. It was the first domino to fall, but what we need Amazon to do first and foremost is to recognize the union that won their election fair and square. Bernie Sanders said that Amazon employees were sounding a message to every worker in America that it is time now to stand to up to our oligarchy, to stand up to the success of corporate greed, to create an economy that works for all, just not the few. What the whole thing is about is working people standing up against the extraordinary level of greed in this country. I don't know how or when you are worth $170 billion. Why are you spending money trying to break a union? How much money does Bezos and the other billionaires need? The funny thing about it is the reason they fight so hard for it is because they know they didn't earn it. Bezos didn't earn his billions. None of these guys are worth the billions that they have. They, that's your money. That is your intellect. That is your worth. One of the things that I'm trying to preach as I do these programs, and it's so important, and I, I beg that you listen and I beg that you understand that this is not wealth, envy, rich envy, or whatever. And I, I, pro, I, I don't want to oversell myself here, okay? But the technological know-how or the technological prowess of Bezos, the technological prowess of Elon Musk and all these guys, I swear to you, from myself to many of the engineers I worked with at NASA, to the engineers I worked with when we did Willie's Computer Software Company, there is nothing that these guys have produced that these other people aren't capable of doing it. These guys are capitalists. Not super, uh, super intellects of engineering. And I wish I could find a way to break people's belief that there's something special about these guys other than knowing how to navigate in a capitalist system where you can take advantage of others' worth. And I bring that up not, again, it's not envy. It is not conceit. It is none of that. It is to assert the worth of all of us, right? All of you that are listening to me. We have a tendency to want to look at the capitalists and say, look at what they've done. Not realizing that uh, what they've done have come to pass on all our backs. It is our collective intellect. I can't do anything by myself. Bezos couldn't do anything by himself. None of it's it has always been a collective and capitalism has always been the structure who knew how to give privilege to a few to take advantage of the collective. Just think about how things are produced in this country, people. Please think about it. No one person can do it. Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates couldn't go on to a deserted island and survive. But you give him a farmer. You give him a baker, you give him all these things, and then he decides, okay, I'm going to organize this in some capitalist faction, and I'm going to take a piece of all of their actions. And then I become better than them all. They then worship me for doing that. 
we have so been indoctrinated into a system, and I was too, that somehow usurps our actual worth and is essential that the only way we can move forward is if we first break the chains away from our minds. And when you hear me talk about antiseptic slavery, that's what I'm talking about. It's not a black and white thing. The black and white thing and the, and the prejudice thing, those are the tools that are used to control. They pit us against each other, right? And then we don't see the big picture. People, please see it. Understand it. And once you understand it, we can make the change. But we first have to understand the basics of it. We have to understand that saying, I am not I don't believe in this capitalist structure. It's not, a, it's not something bad, right? You have to understand what we're saying here. Anyway, let me read your stuff before I, I got into my soliloquy. Thanks to Mr. Rudnan putting that stuff out about the unions. Okay. All right, British MCP, welcome aboard. Robinport, uh, uh, Devonport, welcome aboard. Let's see what we got here. Peggy Lopez says, hi all. Having to drive round trip 160 miles every three weeks for a procedure that costs $400 for the kit and uh, in home health is paid lump sum and the cost of kit bites into profit. Our healthcare system is the best in the world. Don't forget that, Peggy Lopez. Our healthcare system is the best in the world. You have to say it to believe it, but it's not true, of course. Ashley's doing fine right now. She has a slight headache. She's in class right now with an ice pack on her head, but she's doing her classes for her boards. Uh, Robert Danvor says, shout out from Team Ashley. Thank you, Robert. Alistair Waters is saluting folks. Uh, Eric says, hi, all. Why no comments from the administration from uh, this hero, National Guard, trying to save smugglers from drowning, and he loses his life in the same way? That is what no one will discuss, but the other political theater, they will push all the same. Um, there is a guy that was out there, you're right, and he was trying to save work, save people coming over the, um, the, over the river, and he died. I am so sorry about that. And I think people have been talking about it. I mean, all over MSNBC, that's how I learned about it. That this valiant person went out there trying to save a life and he may have drowned. We don't know for sure yet, but he may have drowned. And the way I found out about it wasn't reading the papers, was listening to MSNBC, and they made a big deal out of it as well. So that's not an accurate statement, Brother Eric Hayes. Okay, Daniel Ado says, replying to Eric Hayes, uh biden wants border agents to die why would we want that to happen you don't i don't even think you could believe that uh i think he can afford it uh, let's see what else we got here pdr posse rocks the news with the best opinions from many sides thank you so kindly robert davenport egberto the homework assignment was about kevin mccarthy phone call about i know it was before the republicans co coalesce and defending their own despite any criminality I know what the homework was that you gave me, Mr. Rudnan. I do know the homework, sir. Thank you so kindly. Now, help do the homework. Give us those direct links again. Anyhow, uh, Peggy Lopez says, Trump was lifted, uh, Trump news lifted my spirit today. Maybe beginning of the right, writing the biggest wrong made by American voters in my life. No, Peggy, not yet. We have a lot of work to do. Um, I wrote a piece yesterday 
it was an addition to a piece I had written several years ago. And I think everybody should read it. You know, it was, um, you never know, like to talk about swing voters and how the Latinos are the swing voters or black women are the swing voters. These are very important voters. But I did some numbers in the article that I wrote to say the only swing voters that we have in this country right now are white voters. Those, that's the, and if you, if you define what swing really means and how elections get swung, um, read my article, please. I have it at Medium as well because it's an important article. This is, you know, it's, it's funny because it's not a race thing really, right? But, but what happens right, right now is these people have gotten, the people who are, are trying to convince people on how to vote, uh, the way they, they work their magic is they try to find which is the biggest bang they can get for the buck. And right now, white people, if you can somehow take away the reality that there isn't, all of us are humans and uh, pigmentation means nothing, right? They have a big bang for the buck with convincing white people of something. That's the swing vote. And it's all my white brothers and sisters, my every other brothers and sisters here to make them fail at what they're trying to do. It's, it's methodical. It's psychological. It is carnal. But we've got to win. Okay, Alyssa Water says, Melissa Lucio is getting another trial. Her execution is off. Man, I felt so bad about that. You're right about that, though. She's getting a new trial, and I think she should get off. She will get off in the long run, but it's sad that this had to occur. Dave Smith, welcome aboard. Barter agent on TV said they are using 900 buses per day to get to 7,000 per day, mostly young men coming over all over America after 42 in drop that we are going to 18,000 a day. And I think you should ask yourself, why is that happening? And how could we actually mitigate that? There are ways to mitigate it. So we can mitigate that without an issue. All right, Bridge MCP says, Eric, I don't know where the guard died. He's at the border. Uh, he was trying to cross the, the, the um, Rio Grande. Eric Hayes says, look like Twitter is selling out to get their shareholder group a return on their flat money. I wonder what kind of things will happen. Employees quit and the platform changing. Musk overpaid for a reason. Yeah. What billionaires want is billionaires want to control the mainstream media and every media they can think of that has influence on people to convince and indoctrinate them into believing that there is a value or there's a reason or that Jeff Bezos or... Or Elon Musk really deserve the billions that they have? They don't. But that's what they have to convince you about. So they have to con they have to own the media so that they can lie to you and say, these guys did great. As an example, when, when, when uh, Bezos took off into space, I worked for NASA back in the 80s. And I, I found this stuff ironic. He did less than the Apollo 11 did, than the Apollo 10 did, than the Apollo 9 did with technology using core memory. And they had all the media eating, eating out of their, their butts. Oh, my God, look at this great thing, Elon Musk. He didn't even make an orbital flight. And it was great. He brought us back to 1965. Oh, really? 
and that is what we were impressed about, that you barely touched the space, you barely left the atmosphere. And we thought that was great what he did. The impression that we are allowed to give people, like if it's a great thing this done, when we had with the Apollo program, with I worked on the uh, space station program. I, I, I was responsible for the TIFM module um, on, the, uh, on, the, on the, the space station. It's amazing, right? The space station is real stuff. And yes, it was done by Ford Aerospace Planning Research Corporation, SAIC, Ford Aerospace, uh, Lockheed, all these companies, private companies, got contracts from the government with a specific cost to do different pieces of the space station, Martin Thackall for the engines, for the shuttle, that kind of stuff, right? But this was all technology developed by all of us, the collective. So we've done all of that long time ago. And this has come about, oh, he's going to commercialize space? We already did it. What you mean is you are going to find a way to make a buck with all the stuff that we created. That's what it really means. And then we glorify him for doing something special. The psychology is what gets me, folks. The psychology. Okay, Biden says he is a capitalist, right? Pelosi is a capitalist, right? But they are trying to build, to lead a progressive party. How does that fundamentally sound? It sounds silly to me. And I'm glad you brought that up, Eric, because... By, you know, but remember, we, we accept Biden because, in effect, he was going to give us those progressive policies and build back better was, in fact, giving us those progressive policies. So I don't have a problem with that at all. But you're right, Eric. How can I argue with that? You made a very, very right statement. How can two capitalists lead a progressive movement? You're right. End the discussion. You're right. Uh, the Democratic Party is split between progressive and neoliberals, just as Republican Party. Yeah, but, uh, uh, that's a partial answer that Michael Rodden just gave you. Uh, Ledo says, come on, guys. Do you listen to Egberto? How can you claim he is not a Marxist? That is absurd. You can choose to label me whatever you want. To. It's a free country. Bridge MCPC doesn't sound good, Eric. They are all part of the taking money. Alistair Water says, don't confuse Democrat with progressive, Eric Hayes. Alistair. Perfecto Mundo, you've got that right. And I think Rodney kind of um, made that claim as well. Uh, Eric Hayes, to be clear, Nancy Pelosi is the leader of the neoliberal core of the Democratic Party, not the progressive wing. Uh, because Bridge MCP says, because, Daniel, we know the definition of Marx. <laughs> if you were here, Bridge MCP, I would give you such a big hug. You would not imagine. Thank you for... I mean, I didn't even say anything, but I mean, I, I just got, I've just got the best. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, there is about to be a house then crash in Silicon Valley. I agree, Rudnin, I agree. The capitalists in, in, in Silicon Valley have taken over. People can't afford to buy homes out there. So they're on the streets there. I mean, Rud, I mean, uh, uh, Daniel, you and I are on the same team here. What they're doing with these rights, but you know, the problem is we are on the same team from a moral standpoint that we can't believe what's going on with real estate out there, but you are on the wrong team because you are on the team that actually promotes neoliberalism that makes what occur to real estate occur. Okay? I, that's why I love our platform. We have progressives and conservatives, and what people are realizing is that Humanity is what we all want. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Ledo. 
I appreciate you for that. All right, let's see. Uh, Alistair, let's see. Bridge MCP, I'm, I'm, I'm going down the list here. Bridge says, but not like them, Eric and AOC at L are progressives. Okay, let's continue. Uh, Bridge MCP says, I read that article like Berto Willis and it made sense. Thank you so kindly for reading that, uh, Bridge. I think it's an important article that we need to, you know, because, you know, I know there, there's this thing about, okay, black women elected, um, elected, uh, Biden, and in our context, it is absolutely true. But in the larger context of what the country has to have occurred, it, it has to be more than black women. Yeah, black women saved, was the Delta that saved us from Donald Trump. We can't dispute that in the current environment, that is an absolute quantifiable fact. Because all else stays the same as far as voting is concerned. But to save the country, we are going to have to get the actual swing voters, which are, believe it or not, and, you know, people get pissed when I say it, but it is white men, white women to some extent, but white men. And a lot of folks are, Egberto, why are you saying that white men have controlled everything? White women are getting on my case. Black women are getting on my case. Black men are getting on my case. Guys, call yourself men, women right now, because what I'm saying here is a mathematical it's a mathematical statement that I made in the article. And uh, uh, so read that article if you get a chance to do it. It's on my medium. It's on my my blog as well. All right. Bridge MCP says she read the article. Alice Award, which is why we shouldn't have career politicians. Uh, Eric says the moderate and independent people will be the swing voters to win or lose things. The problem with that is what is moderate doesn't mean anything. Right. It means nothing. If I tell you, do you want child care? You say yes. If I say, do you want affordable health care that supports everybody? You say yes. If I say you want to make sure your kids can go to college without breaking the bank, you say yes. If I say, do you want your kids to be taken care of so that you can go to work and not blow the bank? You say yes. All those things you say yes to. And then you allow charlatanes to come and tell you that's progressive, so you shouldn't want it. But you want it. And that is what we have to try to break. The false ideological divide. We can have ideological divide as to where life begins, right? In other words, uh, does life begin at conception when the sperm hits the egg? Does life begin when the baby falls out at nine months? or is born at nine months, does it, does it begin when the baby has a heart? We can, we can, those things are debatable, and we can have differences on those things. But on the basic financial issues, most middle class and poor Americans, the bottom 90% of us, agree. Bridge MCP says, or have an age limit to participant. Uh, Bruce says they are closing the Landell refiner, which is one of the few that takes Argentine crude, it was too, too dirty to meet environmental requirements. And you see what's funny about it, right? The barrel of oil is a hundred and something. It's not too, we need refineries that can clean that dirty stuff out of Venezuela, the part of Venezuela that has a lot of sulfur and other stuff in their oil, right? But hey, we, we are satisfied with keep, I want, okay, Bruce just said something that's important. I want to read Bruce's statement. They are closing the Landell refinery, which is one of the few that takes Argentine crude, which means horrendously bad crude. Okay, 
let's stand still right there. But it's accessible crude, and it's crude that's available now. And the price of oil is high, right? So we could drop the price of oil to $50 a barrel, and it's still economical to refine that oil. But what the capitalists have found is that $110 a barrel, and if we can make that steady state, we don't need to spend the kind of money that's necessary to clean that dirty oil. We just keep the prices high, which will eventually create what's known in a capitalist society as demand destruction. And demand destruction cave in on itself, which means this is what their plan is. I want you guys to understand this. Okay, we know that green energy is unstoppable and it's coming. We know that. But we want to take our last bite of flesh out of you. And how do we do that? We can zoom up our profits. We can do very little drilling, very little of all of this stuff that's readily accessible right now. And because in the short term we're going to create shortages, we are going to make orders of magnitude more money because the price of barrel of oil is going to really, remember I told you there were no shortages, there are no shortages, but there will be shortages. They're going to create the artificial shortage to keep the prices high, suck it up, and then it eventually the demand destruction is going to, yes, create green energy, which is what we want, and it's going to cost less oil to be burned. But what they're going to say is that we are going, we, the capitalists, oil people, we are the ones who are going to be profiting from the transition to green energy. Understand what I'm saying here. If we don't take away the excess profits from these guys, what they're telling you is even on the transition to green energy, the petroleum companies intend to win and take it away from you. They don't quite tell you that way, although one CEO slipped up and said, you know, they want us to drill more. They want us to open the taps. We're not doing that. We're happy with the price where it's at. I have that in a blog that I wrote a few weeks ago. All right, let's see. You are correct, Egberto. I was thinking in terms of Trump getting called on his criminal behavior. You go, girl. Uh, Bridge MCP says, Eric, it's just the time uh, has died when I search. Maybe he died later. Okay. Let's see what else we got here. What else we got here to read to you guys? Egberto, Elon has a SpaceX company to take over the expensive NASA. Actually, let's be clear here. NASA is not expensive. NASA created the products from scratch, which means sometimes they fail, sometimes they succeed. The reason private companies tell you that they, they want to have certain virtues is that they say we have to invest all this money into research. The reality is capitalist companies don't take risks. It's a lie that they feed you. You are the ones who take the risk. When it comes to creating new drugs, they first get the potential of that drug from universities or studies you pay for with your tax dollars. And after it seems like it may be viable, then they take it and they turn it into a product. By the way, sometimes they do fail at that. But what I'm saying is when people like to say government is more expensive, it's the lie that they have allowed you to believe. Because the research and development, the part that says if it's even viable, it's not done by the public sector or it's done by these little rinky-dinky startup companies who work sweat and tears for no, for no pennies 
And when they come with something viable, then the capitalist companies buy them up. So they either get it from government, immediate government uh, uh, subsidies, they get it from government grants, they get it from universities, or they get it like, like, a, like um, uh, 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 what's his name? The person who created Microsoft, like Bill Gates did. Oh, I find out that IBM is looking for something. I can't use something that I developed out of my intellect, so I'm gonna run to Seattle. I heard about this CPM knockoff that this guy wrote several years ago. Ah, I'm gonna give him $50,000 for that knockoff. I'm gonna run to IBM and say, I'm not gonna sell this to you, IBM. I'm gonna license this to you, IBM. And I'm gonna become a billionaire because I figured out capitalism. I'm not going to sell you the software. I'm going to license the software to IBM. And IBM is going to sell a bunch of PCs. And every PCs they sell going forward, a piece of the action, MS-DAS, is mine. Something I didn't create. That's capitalism. If you don't get it, if you don't understand it, it's the reason why they can continue to screw us over and over again all right let's see so again uh uh, uh hayes that is a lie a g- government is always cheaper than the private sector they don't have to pay bonuses they don't have to pay all those other costs now they lie to you and tell you that it's more efficient because they're parasites after they've sucked the intellect from the government after they've sucked the intellect from the collective Of course, it's cheaper for them to move it forward because they didn't invest in it. Parasites. Remember, when you think corporations, capitalist corporations, think parasite. Capitalist corporation, parasite. Just define parasite and you can see the exact reason why it is apropos. Egberto, the only problem with Build Back Better, it wasn't quite enough. I agree, Ruddin. You and I have said that before. Okay, let's see. Dems are taken over by the progressive movement and the leaders are Pelosi and Biden and there is no bifurcation that takes place to common everyday voters. Remember that. Actually, not true. Uh, All of us in the progressive movement, none of us consider Pelosi progressive. And no progressive voting person thinks Pelosi or or the Senate leader, none none, none of the progressive voters think these guys are progressive. They do it they vote them because they don't have a choice, okay? So no, no, uh, most progressive voters are pretty damn smart. They don't just follow the lead and that's why we have so much problems because they are smart and they are selective and they don't just follow one, one, one thing. And sometimes they decide to be pragmatic. My problem with progressives is that they're a bit too idealistic and not pragmatic enough. All right, let's see. There's uh, Duana Bell says there's not one progressive in the Democratic Establishment Party. The Democrats have the same donors as the Republicans. The problem is we now have a one party with two slightly different wings. Have you read my article about the left rail and the right rail? And it goes this way. We have in America the left and the right. Okay. And it's a left rail and the right rail. And a lot of people look at Pelosi and these guys as the left rail, and they look at uh, they look at let's say uh, McCarthy and these guys as the right rail. 
And I always remind people of tracks, right? If you have a train going on a track, what's common about those two rails? In as much as you have a left rail and a right rail, both rails are going in the same direction. So Duana Bell, that is in effect, I think, what you're saying. And if that is what you're saying, I agree with you. And the article that I wrote is, and I wrote this one on the front page of Daily Coast was, what we need is a derailment. In other words, as our tracks continue to track rightward, because that's where even the left side is moving rightwards, it's time for a leftward derailment. And you know who can do that? You can. One person at a time, one convincing at a time. That is what it's going to take. May Wood says, uh, is talking to British MCP, Duana Bell, only the Republicans are anti-democracy. Well, that part is true. Eric Hayes, moderate conservative, equal conservative. No, 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 no. Moderate is not equal to conservative at all. All right, let's see what else we got here. Carl Cox says, white men need to realize that special interests, mega rich, mega corporations care only about wealth and the power that comes with such wealth. Continue to pit middle class and poor against each other. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, you know, they're used because the power in this country is very tightly concentrated. And then everybody else are used as peons. That's it. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Egberto from AVQ. Mind posting the on screen for Eric. Uh, let's see what you got, Michael. Let's see what I got here. Actually, I can do on screens now. Um, and I'm going to, and, and I, since I want to test it out here, I am going to do it right now, Rednan, because I like that. I like what you just posted, brother Rednan. If I crash, I forgive me, but I like that. Let's see. If that's it right there. Is that it? Uh, that's it. All right. Here is what Rednan posted, guys. I can't get it any bigger. I got to clean things up better than that. This was a test case, but that is what he has. Uh, maybe I can stretch it a little bit let's see if i can do, let's see if i can stretch it a little bit and fill up the screen a little bit more uh let's see if it allows me to do it if it allows me to do it i think i can i think i can i think i can all right i did it all right there it is i did it a little better so that uh you guys can see it a little better here we go all right i got it done wow i got it done all right folks so what run is a centrist or just conservatives i agree I agree. I agree. All right. Let's continue now with uh, with the program. I had some things to show, but let, let's continue now. Let's see what we got here. Uh, speaking about money, Egberto, half time. Oh, it's half time. It's half. Wow. I have videos to show and I, oh my God, guys, you guys always do this to me. You force me into talking all these things, but I love you. Thank you. Um, let me go ahead and, and give the promo for my books. Let's go ahead and do that. I'm Egberto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Network's KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom to Describe the Entire Economy in a Manner We Can All Understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, 
title, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, take it to the next level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It gives us a place to land after learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side we point out what would make an economy that works for all each book stands on its own but together they provide the full picture please consider getting one or more you will undoubtedly learn be entertained and help us continue the mission with our blogs articles videos and books i'm Egberto Willis. absolutely so folks absolutely so so please 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 go ahead you can get I'm putting the link in there now. Go to politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books to get our books, please. Uh, We are so behind in fundraising to support what I'm doing here. I ask you guys to please go ahead and uh, get one of the books or all of the books if you can. Help keep us on doing what we're doing here. Alternatively, if you are on YouTube, please click that join button. Please become a part of the YouTube passage. Just click that join. And again, it's, it's, it's like saying, I love you enough to give you a coffee or two or three a month. So please consider clicking that YouTube button and be a part of the passage if you can. Alternatively, if you don't see that, you can, if you're on another channel, you can just go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube to support. Alternative to that, you can go to our patron, politicsdoneright.com slash patron. Patron is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, politicsandright.com slash patron. And the preferred method to provide us support is via PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, either a one-time contribution or a, a monthly to keep us going, keep us going, get us a couple of coffees a month. That really makes sure that I can do what I do. And if you read the articles that I write, it's, these are not just throwing, you know, throwing stuff out there. It's trying to populate the space with information that can smarten us up and empower us to go out there and be the government. You know, when we talk about we, the people, a lot of people say, oh, it's those, those bureaucrats. Those bureaucrats can only exist if we, the people, allow those bureaucrats to exist. So, folks, also, please, if you visit our store, politicsandright.com store, you can get our T-shirts with Politics and Right hats. Uh, mass everything please go ahead and go to politicsandright.com store support us however you can and lastly but not least we have an all in one place where you can support us find all the different methods of support us meaning cash app venmo and all of that with the list for politics and right at politicsandright.com support politicsandright.com support i have a lot more stuff to answer from you guys right but here's what i'm going to do I want to play a video uh, from Obama, uh, well, uh, that Obama is in to suggest that you guys, yes, the mugs, please get a mug, Bridge MCP designed one of them. Let's go ahead and play the Obama video and I will be right back with you. It is true, progressive and Democrats have a story to tell. Please listen to what President Obama said and these two pundits have to say, because it is important that this message gets across to Americans before they make a grave mistake and put folks into office who would do nothing that then destroy their personal economies. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. A paycheck, but the problem is all that wage growth that we've been talking about over the last year gets wiped out when you factor in the higher prices. 
Yes, although uh, a lot of us worry a lot about inflation at the moment because things like food and gas, they're the prices rising the most. They're the most, uh, they're the biggest share of the, the consumption basket of low income people. On the flip side, the, to the extent that we're seeing wage growth, it's actually been stronger among low income people. So perhaps real wages after inflation are actually rising for those folks, even if they're not rising for folks higher up in the income distribution. President Obama was speaking to our colleague Al Roker today about that good news in the economy. Watch this. Inflation is a real issue. A lot of it is having to do with the COVID and supply chains and now uh, Putin's gas tax, essentially, uh, by virtue of uh, his invasion of Ukraine. Uh, but the underlying economy... There's a good story to tell. Democrats have to uh, go out there and, and tell the story. But ultimately, the voters decide on this thing. Mark, this is what you do. You craft these stories. And how do you talk about those good things? But what? Because what they've done is help the rich, right? For people who have white-collar jobs, people who own their homes, people who invest in the stock market, they've saved a lot, they've made a lot. But for those living paycheck to paycheck, things only got worse. How do you tell that good story? Well, I think Justin made a great point, which is that when you talk about the, the jobs, the job market and the job situation, the place where it's really improved is for low economic workers. And, and the reality is that most of them now can find jobs. Most of them can find jobs that pay more than they were making before. And in many cases, a lot more than what they were making before. Is it keeping up with inflation? Not necessarily, but I think we're at a point where the jobs are scarce. The, 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 the wages are rising, and I think the, the other factors are bound to kick in. So it could equalize itself over time. And, and the fact is that there's a great story to tell about jobs and, and wages. Now, I want to clarify something. It is true that there are more jobs. It is true that all those things are true, that the jobs are paying more. It is also true that we have inflation. But the, there, there's an additional message that Democrats have to put out there. They have to put out there that the corporatocracy are raising prices not because their cost has increased, but because they know the American population has more money, both from the stimulus and from the, the required higher wages that they're demanding. So in effect, what they're doing is taking back what was given to those who needed themselves growth. So the other piece that the, uh, that the Democrats and progressives need to do is appropriately identify who the villain is or who the villains are. And that is corporations right now, they are choosing. It is important here. Inflation doesn't come out of the sky. Uh, even the way President Obama said it and the way these two pundits said it, they make it seem like, like inflation is, uh, is inevitable. They make you believe that somehow uh, these prices had to go up because. No, they did not have to go up. They didn't have to go up. These people are pilfering the American people. And that is the message that we have to get across. They have price and power. The American people don't. Whatever they say the price is, given that the American people have money, they will pay it. In other words, instead of the Americans taking that extra monies that they have to build up their savings, to build up their assets, to save for retirement, the corporate class is taking it all back. And what we have to do as a society, if we're not going to clamp their wings, is we've got to tell we've got to tell the truth. These guys are heathenous monsters who decide that they will not 
allow the average American person to get ahead because everything they believe is theirs. And I'm not saying this out of spite. I'm not saying this out of being frustrated with the corporate class. It is the evil within that is causing the inflation. Do not sit back there and believe inflation is being caused because we have a shortage of things and people are running to buy. If we had a shortage of things, the stores wouldn't be stocked. Gasoline lines would be out there, but we have no shortage of gasoline. We have no shortage of products. Therefore, there should be no inflation. We have inflation because they can price it. Do not allow the mainstream media to lie to you and do not allow anyone to protect what the corporate structure is doing to the American people right now. You want, you want private sector control without regulations? That's what we have right now. That is what we have right now. And Brother Robert Davenport with a super chat. Thank you so kindly. If you notice, you are on the screen now, Robert Davenport. Thank you so kindly for your super chat. This is how we are going to get things. So whether it's a super chat, a PayPal, a Patreon, a YouTube, love you all for doing what is necessary to keep this stuff going. And I just got castigated. I just got castigated by Bridge MCP. She says, Alberto, where them, you brat? I will get Dr. Ashley on you. You know, here's the problem. I'm in D.C. I have a few T-shirts here, and some of them conflict with the green screen, but the rest of the stuff is in, is in, is in Texas. I'll have to go online and buy some more to bring it here. And, you know, hopefully we are hoping to be back in Texas in June. So pray that everything gets completed here by June, beginning of June, where we get a chance to go back to Texas and start bringing back some of the ease, making it easier to present the program. Because I can tell you, right now it is it is extraordinarily difficult. How you know in in these in these quarters and not having the right equipment to do everything, it, it is just difficult. So I I I first thank you all so much for being a part of ensuring that we could continue politics done right, even through my time of difficulties with, uh, with my daughter. You guys made it happen. You guys continue to support. You guys continue to do that. But I promise you, Bridge, when I get back to Houston, I will try my other best to make it better. Okay? I promise. 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 Okay, let's see. Uh, the guy with the hat doesn't look genuine or real, and what is he saying is just not true to the real person still in a deficit period. Unfortunately for you, that guy is a moderate Republican, and he worked for Bush and all of that, moderate Republican. All of them voting Democrats right now to save the democracy, though. All of them are voting Democrat to save the democracy. Carl Cox says, have to leave Egberto. Read and respond to my great emails to you. You will like, agree with them. Let me, actually, I sent you a reply to one of the emails where you said you disagreed with me. And I told you why I, I still stand by my position, but I can understand where you're coming from. Um, uh, Melanie Keelan says, thank you, Robert. Robert says, hello, Melanie. Let's see, we have Snack Panther. Welcome, Snack Panther says, that comment meant no sense to me. There are more jobs, but more people are working paycheck to paycheck. I love, you know something? Uh, look, let, let me finish reading. You said no more good paying jobs, obviously. All right. Uh, <laughs> my glasses in Texas. Bridge, 
Give me a break, my beautiful bridge. Give me a break. Okay, here is it. I am, I'm glad you brought that up, Snack Panther, to show you how the system is a fraud. Our capitalist system is a fraud. Supposedly, we have a shortage of jobs. We do. I mean, I have a shortage of workers. We do. And we have a shortage of workers as long as we don't pay a competitive price. A ice cream company that was trying to pay $7.50 an hour found that out when he zoomed it up to $15 an hour. He couldn't handle the applications because people were coming for those jobs, likely also moving from others. But, you know, it's amazing, Snack Panther. I love that statement because here's the deal. As soon as they claim demand increases or as soon as they claim their prices are going up, they zap you with inflation. How comes inflation doesn't break down or, or, or trickle down to wages comparatively? I want you all to think that. Wages somehow do not percolate itself all the way down. I mean, so keep that on the top of your head. I have one more video to play for you before we end, and then we'll go ahead and do one little thing. So here we go. Eman Mehoyeldin asked the most important question about these tapes that were released. You know, I've been asking this all week, all week, wondering when does the security of a nation where reporters are responsible for report in the fourth estate to inform us so that we can make decisions, where do their responsibilities end? Think about what occurred here. We had reporters holding back pertinent information because they want to write a book. Well, it was great to see a host address that. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. There's one more angle to the Kevin McCarthy saga that we wanted to discuss tonight, and it has to do with the audio recordings themselves. Uh, two reporters from the New York Times obtained these recordings and waited to release them so they could be used in their upcoming book. And so the question is, is it okay to hold on to information like this? Uh, these journalists are certainly not the first to hold on to explosive information to help promote and sell their books. But when recordings could change the course of history or perhaps have serious political ramifications, shouldn't history win out? this danielle i uh, set the record straight here should this audio have been released as soon as it was obtained or is it being released at the right time you know amen it should have been released when it was obtained right i actually am tired of journalists holding on to pertinent information that could change the course of history so that they could make money so that they can sell books we're talking about our democracy here. This is not something that is light, something that should be overlooked. And journalists, media has a responsibility to tell the truth, to inform the people so that we have an informed citizenry that can make decisions. How can we make decisions about the Republican Party and how they have devolved if we don't have all of the information that is necessary because you want to sell a book? Right. Like at some point in time, you have to put your country ahead of capitalism. She is so right. These reporters, they come across. I mean, and, you know, they got respectability after he released the tape. This is what we have. And in the book, we're going to say X, Y, Z. Well, that had a particular effect on whether Trump would have been impeached or not. After hearing Kevin McCarthy say that and others how many senators would have said 
oh my God, you know, it turns out that we probably should impeach this guy because he is a clear and present danger to the country, even if he has 10 more days in office. After all, he has the keys. After all, he is the one who can provide security clearance, etc., 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 with those last 10 days that he has left. I mean, when are we going to start judging these people as they should? They are the fourth estate. The reason they have the access to be able to get that type of information is because they're journalists. It is their responsibility to use what they've attained to inform the public appropriately. And that they hold these things back for books later on to enrich themselves is the exact reason we continue to be in the situations that we're in today. Absolutely so, absolutely so. Bridge MCP is going to help me get my glasses. Bridge, I have the glasses down. I just have to clean the glasses and put it on. Thank you so kindly for your super chat. Bridge just needed, Bridge just wanted an excuse to say, here is your super chat, guy. Thank you so kindly, Bridge. You are wonderful, hell of a supporter. Couldn't do all of this without you and the many supporters that we, we have. Um, anyway, folks, I hope you got that. That is so important, uh, what she had to say. Because think about how much other stuff is being waited to put into books right now because they want to make a buck. You know, it is funny because I have this stuff on the YouTube. Those people who are YouTube subscribers, uh, they get like uh, sneak peeks and all of that. But the thing about it is the sneak peeks will never be something that says, hey, I've got a scoop. I broke a scoop in Dallas one time. It made a, several newspapers out there in the middle of the middle of Dallas, right? And it was like, uh, I remember one of the papers, like, could you hold that before? Um, you know, because our they, they were print paper and I'm not. I just can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. If we are going to be credible, we have to make it known. Snack Panther said, these reporters are on the take as well. I blame the media for the large number of misinformed and underinformed people. And you're right. And that's how I'm going to use your statement to close out my show. Super chat for one cool cat. Thank you very much for saying that, Eric Hayes. I want to close out with, with uh, building on what Snack Panther just said. If you notice, I try my utter best to have respect for absolutely everybody, those that disagree with me. Even if I, uh, if I can tell you that I'm absolutely sure that they're wrong, I'll tell them I'm absolutely sure you're wrong. But it's not going to take the love in my heart over them as a human being or me wanting to knock their heads off. Now, the politicians, I do want to knock their heads off and, and so forth. But not, you know, every case and Daniel Ado and, and uh, who's the other guy? The, several uh, Mike Cisak and uh, Ian Smith and these other guys that are here. I really don't have animosity. To, and, and, and this is not made up, right? I genuinely don't have animosity to it, even when they call me by the most heinous names. Because what I've learned is if I have animosity towards Lee Grant, remember Lee Grant, if I have animosity towards them, if I start to not like them, I have allowed the plutocracy to win. Because if I am preaching that these guys are the grand 
misinformers. Okay? If I grant that the plutocracy is a grant in misinformer and that they also have psychological help to do what they do, to convince Brother Hayes, to convince Brother Lado into the into the into the truthness of their belief. They're so good that they can do that. And then if I go ahead and hate Lado and Hayes and Grant and 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 and, and CSAC and the other conservatives here, I have given them a victory. And I won't do that. So I will continue to talk, continue to hug folk, continue to be a part of it. Because that is how ultimately a difference is going to be made. And I am I'm not everybody can't take the and by the way, this isn't turn in the cheek, okay? This isn't that biblical, you know, when somebody slap you, turn the other cheek. If you slap me, I'm gonna slap you back. If you punch me, I'm gonna punch you back. But if we have a discussion, I'm gonna discussion you back. And I think that is where we have to go. And then when we see, when we learn to respect each other, then we'll actually diminish the respect that the heatheness have. That's how the change occurs. And I am not saying this out of uh, just willful thinking. I'm not saying this because I want it to be true. I'm not saying this because I'm some sort of a uh, what, what do you call those pacifists or those people that just believe these things? I am saying this because I've seen it work. I live in very red Kingwood, Texas. And when somebody comes, when a red Republican that is anti-immigration and all these things come and slap me in the back and says, man, you're right, but I'm still going to do it the Republican way. That is how you know. It actually works. My name is Egberto Willis. Oh, beforehand, please again, go to the all-encompassing way to support us, which is at politicsdoneright.com support. Please find a way to support what we do. It's important. And support us. And we'll continue giving the message and we'll continue speaking to everybody. Not just the side that I believe is correct, but all sides. Please go to politicsdoneright.com support and choose a, one of the methods to support us. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this. Baby, I am what? Oh. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.